Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Okay, but what is the definition of perfect? If we knew, we would have a good clue about how to get there. Come and study scripture with me. Welcome. This is Jesus, the pattern son, attempt to give you sonship doctrine that is faithful and fulsome, or in other words, a go at it that's biblical and orderly. Welcome. I'm so glad you're tuning in. I have the most important word, anyway, of my life, I think, to share Matthew 5 and 48 about sonship. My name is Sharon Sarles. So, if you would turn with me to Matthew chapter 5 and the verse is verse 48 which will be my text today be ye therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect you may be familiar with that passage we talked about it when I was a teenager and we laughed when somebody said well nobody's perfect because we looked at each other because we certainly intended to be perfect (laughs) as we had been taught but let's read the whole pericope or paragraph or passage let's start then 43 verse 43 reading in king james ye have heard that it hath been said thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy But I say to you, of course, Jesus is speaking, and this is the Sermon on the Mount, so not just his disciples. I say to you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven, for he maketh his sun to shine on the evil and on the good, and spreadeth rain on the just and on the unjust for if you love them which love you what reward have ye do not even the publicans the same and if you salute your brethren only what do you more than others do not even the publicans so be ye therefore perfect even as your father which is in heaven is perfect now in the wider church conversation Generally, if somebody would read this and say, okay, now go and be perfect, they would say, no, 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 no. You don't understand perfect in Greek is or Aramaic or is not like in English. So it's not perfect like a perfect line. It's mature. Okay. Well, yes, it is the word tell us which means to the end or could be translated mature. But listen, if it were the word X, be ye X, just as your heavenly father is X, you see that is a tall order. And reading in King James, it is a command. So we are to be like God, like that's a head scratcher and I think it's important to look to hear what is being asked of us 
And so it is high time that we really did study this out and understand what's really going on here and not either a quick and, um, you know, derisive ear-catching sermon or arguing based on what we already know. Let's, let's do some word study, okay? <laughs> Hallelujah. We'll tell you that as I came back to this, all of sonship opened up to me, and I was seeing sonship throughout the Bible. Adam was called son of God, and God's original intent was to have sons. <laughs> Abraham was a friend of God. Abraham's intention was to have a son, and of course, we know his seed, singular Christ, made him the father of many, like stars in heaven and the sands of the sea. And it is important to evangelism today because the counterfeit religions are also saying to people that they can become God. You know, it is the Judeo-Christian tradition which really holds more strongly, well, I suppose Islam too, to the utter difference between God and humans. But the Christian religion, there is this bridge between the contingent and the absolute, even Christ Jesus. And we are in Christ Jesus and we are seated in heavenly places. And so we recognize the vast difference between God and man, the But then there is this imminent as well as transcendent. And that's Orthodox Christian doctrine, but no one preaches it. Okay, so Greek word study. Okay, into Matthew. First off, if we go to verse 48, it says, Assess they un humes telioi shall be therefore ye perfect. Oh, so we don't have an imperative here in the Greek, as we do in the English, in the King James. And in verse 45, we have, so that ye may be sons, hopo genethe huio to patros humon, so that ye may become. So Bauer translates it really <laughs> very respected Greek scholar. That ye may become sons of your father. All right, so in 45, so that ye may become. And in 48, you sh shall be. Oh, okay. So... <laughs> What's so important is if we will consider that we are to be perfect, mature, as God is perfect, and if we see the word huios, mature sons, applied to us, and not just to Jesus, because we know Jesus is the perfect, mature son of God, the exact representation of God, First off, our mind should be utterly and entirely blown that this is referring to us. 
and we should be entirely humble and on our face because to suggest that we are like God or that we will be like God even is just so amazing. You know, people who have seen angels, just their body just gives out like they're on their face and the angels have to pick them up. And and this is just an angel. This is not the God of heaven. Angels just have enough of the holiness because they have been in the throne room. And and so we are utterly and ridiculously and in danger of pride if we just jump over this like, oh, whatever, la, 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 I'm going to be perfect. Well, <laughs> okay. So great to take it on. Only a teenager might have done that. I did that, right? But of course it was preached to me. And so, yes, I'll go ahead and be perfect. But then the question as a mature woman is, well, what is the method? So the method, what is the method to being a son of God, right? Is it following some rule set, being obedient to some human beings? Oh, really? And then I saw in Galatians some years ago, you can't finish in the flesh what you began in the spirit. Well, let's go back to the text. Oh, good idea. All right. What does Jesus say here? He's ending up, his point is, and so you shall be therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Well, what is he saying about the Father? Well, what he did he just say? You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you, that ye may be children of your Father which is in heaven. And what is he like? He makes his sun rise on the evil and the good, and sends rains on the just and on the unjust. So if you love just them that love you, what reward have ye? <laughs> so even the worst folks in your society, the ones you hate the most, do that. Don't just salute your brethren. And isn't this the way we act? Those of us who have undertaken to be really spiritual and be, well, we might not even say perfect, but to be mature Christians, we are so much more comfortable with those who are a tad bit more holy, yes? And so much more vexed and grieved when we walk among the people of the world who say all kinds of rude things and now dress all kinds of rude ways and now might even persecute us. So yes, it's much more comfortable to salute our brothers. And it's almost an imperative in our world to ignore those who are exhibiting an embracing of an alternative or opposite lifestyle. But once again, let's try to empty our heads of our own notions and go back to the text. So we are supposed to be perfect, mature, like God. And how is God? 
God is generous, beneficent to the good and to the bad people. Makes his sun shine on the just and the unjust, sends the rain on the good and the bad. Now there will be judgment, but he is long-suffering and merciful. And he helps those who call out to him. And so we are supposed to be like him. Okay, specifically, what would that mean? Working back, bless them who curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. So, what is the method to become mature sons of God? Is it keeping to an ever-changing rule set? No. <laughs> is it then becoming very persecuted? Now, come on. <laughs> no. Because if you go out for persecution, you'll simply allow yourself to be rude. <laughs> However, being persecuted may be a sign, but it's not a method. So what's the method? Oh, like light bulb dawning. It's being love. Our Heavenly Father is love. 1 John 4 and 16. And if God is love, then we can be loving. And now as I see this in the Bible, I'm seeing this from the beginning to the end. The point is love. You read the, the epistles and it says this specifically. So is the point to follow a rule set, even the Mosaic law? No. So that's exactly what Jesus has said. Mosaic law said love your neighbor. But is that enough? No. And that's the whole point of the Sermon on the Mount. He's kicking it up a notch, taking you to the next level, saying, okay, now this was the law, but I say to you, and here he's saying, be loving, be like your heavenly father. That's the goal. That's the telos. And here's the method. Bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use you. Well, of course, comparing the scripture to scripture, we do know that we do good to the household of faith first. But he's considering the telos, the end. So while the church congregation, the family of the church, should be the social laboratory of learning how to behave as we grow up, right? That's paideia. This is our elementary school is learning how to be loving in the church. To be mature sons is to be out in the marketplace and salt and light. And even beyond that, when we have been salt and light and the system is so corrupt that it comes at us, then we continue to be loving just and loving. And what does loving look like? It's blessing, doing good, and praying. This is what it means to be a son of God. To bless, to do good, and to pray. This is what it means to be loving. 
And this, this is what it means to be a mature son. Truly awesome. So, shall we set 1 Corinthians 13 up as our new rule set? Well, not exactly. Would be a good thing to go over that prayerfully in our prayer times and see where we might improve. But we can't make that a rule set either because we can't finish in the flesh as we if we begun in the spirit. So, it's not a rule set, but it is a signpost, it is guidance. And how can we love others except by loving God? And how can we love God but by being established in the love of God? So it's not whether I should pray all day or work all day. That's not the real question. It's not whether I should preach or earn money. That's not the real question. It's not whether I should follow the rules or remonstrate about them or not. The answer is to be infused by love and transformed by a loving God. So seeking God, waiting on God, that's part of the method. But if we go into the tabernacle, then we also come out. The high priest went in once a year, but he came out <laughs> and blessed the people. So that's what it is to be a son of God, is to be like Jesus. It's not to focus on trying to kill ourselves. Satan ha, is quite capable ha, of, of attempting that for us. Jesus did not go around flagellating himself. He did not go around starving himself. He did not go around defacing himself. What did he go around doing? He went around being doing good people, teaching people, and loosing people from the bondage of the enemy. And yes, he died. He laid his life down at the right time. And if Satan had known the plan, he wouldn't have killed the Lord of glory. And then the Lord of glory rose again. So this is not a death culture. This is and it's not really a life culture, it is a love culture. So, this is what it is to be a son of God. And therefore, that's in line with being led by the Spirit. That's in line with the Son of God being a peacemaker. Because we are transformed by the Father's love, we become a fountain of love ourselves. So how do sons and daughters arrive? They come out of love. Yes, the parents. And so the original intent was to have a family. And a family replicates the love and has a family. And so that is 
the big picture. And the final end is all summed up in Christ, which is turned over to God. I'll explain it in Ephesians. So this is what Jesus is saying. And I think in many ways this is the point, the crescendo of the Sermon on the Mount. Okay, so I'm going to go to 44. Love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Well do to those who hate you. And pray for those who despitefully use you, persecute you, that ye may become the sons of your Father who is in heaven. For that's the way he is. And why... Are you expecting that you're going to be like everybody else? Verse 48. Shall be therefore ye perfect, even as your Father who is in the heavens perfect is. <laughs> okay. So God is perfectly loving. He is love. First John 4 and 16. We are going to be like Jesus, who is the exact representation. And so if we are led by the Spirit, we will be going about doing good, and even to the point of blessing those who curse us, praying for those who wish us ill and doing good to those who harm us. And then we will find that we are mature sons of the Father. In the meantime, Let's pray. <laughs> Let's listen to the Holy Spirit. Let's be established in the love of the Father. That's the beginning. But the end is like the beginning. Amen. Now I'm going to ask you to share this. Share this in lots of ways. If you have heard Sonship Doctrine preached before, you probably have not heard it preached this way. I certainly haven't. And if you've never heard it preached, well, it's still worth sharing. Now, if it were for me, I would just as soon not be asking you this. I'd rather keep my friends and not upset anybody. <laughs> but this is what I'm called to, to labor in the Word. And this is what I feel I'm supposed to do. And I think it's going to help a lot of people. People who have heard about sonship and people who have not. This is the hour for, for this. For stepping up to maturity. It's time. It is now high time. So won't you share this? Tell your friends who are interested, who might be interested. Share it on whatever platform you have. Yeah. I just assume be safe and private, but this is for the good of other people, yes? So if you are being blessed, encouraged, and edified, pass it on, won't you? Please give us a like wherever you are listening to us so that others might find us, and please share directly with those who might be interested. You are invited to write us at sister at jesuspatternson.org. Sister at jesuspatternson.org. 
And of course, you are welcome to come to our website at JesusPatternSon.org. May the Lord bless you.